Are you striving to enter in at the straight gate? What if I told you that every year 1,200 people try out for their PGA or Professional Golf Association tour card, but only 50 people make it? Or that according to the NCAA, your chances of being drafted into the NBA are 0.02%, with the National Football League being only slightly higher at 0.03%. Did you know that out of 360,000 swimmers spread out across swim teams throughout the U.S., only 49 were sent to the 2015 Rio Olympics? Or that in one 15-minute span of time, 2,000 people had died, but only 50 people had made it into the tunnel or highway to heaven? That is 2.5%. Do I have your attention yet? All this and more coming up on the One Cheap Podcast. Be fearless, you hear me? Changing nothing, just like the theme song says. Good morning, good evening, good day, wherever you may be in the world right now. Greetings to you, and I thank you for following this podcast. This podcast is going to be a really rough podcast, and some of you may never return. Now, I figured it's better to hurt your feelings now than later on the Day of Judgment, when you can only say, he tried to warn me. Our topic today, are you striving to enter in at the straight gate? In the opening segment of this podcast, I gave you some interesting statistics with one thing in common. All of these statistics have extremely low rates of success, the very last statistic being of more concern to us than the first. Don't worry, I will get to it, I promise. You probably never thought about it, what it must take to become an Olympic athlete, or the sacrifices one has to make to succeed in the pursuit of a gold medal. Probably because you and I are not interested in becoming Olympians, but we are interested in the race that Jesus has set before us. You are interested, right? The concept of many trying, but only a few succeeding is spoken of by Jesus Christ himself. You see, only a few will strive to enter in at the straight gate. The Merriam-Webster's Dictionary defines strive, this intransitive verb, as to devote serious effort or energy to endeavor when you endeavor it heightens the implications of exertion and difficulty if you endure you mean to make an effort to accomplish an end to struggle in opposition to contend the word strive implies great exertion against great difficulty and specifically suggests a persistent effort we find almost the exact definitions for these words in scripture. Jesus said them to us in the following verses. Luke 13 verses 22 through 30. And he went through the cities and villages, teaching and journeying towards Jerusalem. Then said one unto him, Lord, are there few that be saved? And he said unto them, Strive to enter in at the straight gate. For many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in, and shall not be able. When once the master of the house is risen up, and hath shut to the door, and ye begin to stand without, 
and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us. And he shall answer and say unto you, I know you not whence ye are. Then shall ye begin to say, We have eaten and drunk in thy presence, and thou hast taught in our streets. But he shall say, I tell you, I know you not whence ye are. Depart from me, all ye workers of iniquity. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth, when ye shall see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves thrust out. And they shall come from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south, and shall sit down in the kingdom of God. And behold, there are last which shall be first, and there are first which shall be last. How about in Luke 13, verses 13 through 14? Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Endeavor or endure to the end. Where have we heard that before? How about in Mark 13, verses 10 through 13? And the gospel must first be published among all nations. But when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought beforehand what ye shall speak. Neither do ye premeditate, but whatsoever shall be given you in that hour, that speak ye. For it is not ye that speak, but the Holy Ghost. Now the brother shall betray the brother to death, and the father the son, and the children shall rise up against their parents, and shall cause them to be put to death. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. So where are you going with this, Frank? What's your point, right? Some of you are not going to like what I have to say next, but I would rather speak the truth in love than lie to you and risk losing some of you to the lake of fire. Some of you will undoubtedly become angry with me and disagree with what I'm about to say, but in your heart of hearts, you know it is the truth about you. Better to hear it now while there is still time to do something about it than to hear it later from the Lord when it will be too late to do anything about it. Let us look at the year 2020. Think back. Did family members ostracize you for not wanting to wear a mask or get vaccinated? Now, I'm not saying this is what the scripture means. What I am saying is if people are willing to cut ties with you over the little things we all experienced last year, what will they do as the persecution of Christians heats up in the West and catches up with the rest of the world's persecution of Christians? Will you strive or endure to the end, or will you cave and deny Christ and eventually take the mark of the beast? If you got vaccinated with a vaccine that has no ingredients on the warning and precautionary paperwork that normally accompanies such drugs, you blindly trusted Big Pharma, the government, and the mainstream media. According to Vayers, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, some 18,000 people have died from the vaccines thus far. This is significant due to the fact that more people have died in one year 
from this one so-called vaccine than all the vaccines combined in the last 20 years. Vayers, by the way, is underreported by 4 to 5%. There are 30,000 people permanently disabled by the vaccines and over 250,000 emergency room visits recorded after people received the shot. To make matters worse, 140,000 personal stories of people who have suffered or died after being vaccinated were deleted off of Facebook and other social media platforms, all in an effort to conceal the deaths and disabilities suffered by those who trusted in government instead of God. Listen, I know some of you, your livelihood was threatened, so you caved. I understand what that means to a few of you living in other nations. I am not without compassion. I simply want you to ask yourself this one question. What do you think is going to happen when the real persecution of Christians begins? If you have not found a way to make a living or feed yourself now in light of all that has transpired in the last year, what will you do when you can no longer buy and sell unless you receive a mark in your forehead or in your right hand? If you're going to endure, you're going to have to find a way to eat, right? No, I did not say the vaccination is the mark of the beast. It is a way to thin the population and a rehearsal drill. Why do you think they want to know who is vaccine hesitant? Why do you think they scan your forehead with a digital thermometer every time you enter a public establishment? Is it so you get used to being scanned? And when you have to get the mark, they will probably scan the hand or the forehead to receive your rations or any other kind of services. Listen, if they can deceive you with a fake vaccine or kill shot, as I like to call it, then they will deceive you with the mark of the beast. They are not going to come right out and say it is the mark of the beast. They will say it is a mark to show your allegiance to a global government or some other cause that will be pushed by the mainstream media and most of the lost world. Did I get the shot? No, and I never will. Why not? Well, ask yourself why did the big pharmaceutical companies seek immunity from damages before rushing the shot to the public? Why did a recent study in Israel on 2.5 million people find that vaccinated people are seven and a half times more likely to catch the SARS-CoV virus than the unvaccinated? If you have ever said, I will never take the mark of the beast and then got vaccinated with a shot full of you have no idea what's in it, well, I think you know where you stand in the near and distant future when it actually comes down to having to get the mark of the beast or starve. You will go along to get along. If you are living like the rest of the culture now, then you got your guidance from the same source as the culture. The fake narrative pushing mainstream media, which is owned, I might add, by 10 people. All of them have the same opinion of you and I, and we are not their friends. The Holy Spirit is supposed to be your guidance. Getting a shot does not mean you are not serious about following Jesus. However, it does mean you got deceived and need to remember Jesus' words in Matthew 24, 4. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Did you get deceived about the shot by the media and CDC? Did the false prophet Dr. Fauci deceive you? 
why were so many medical professionals being blacklisted and fired for telling the truth about masks or stating that natural immunity is better than the jab? Did you get a shot so you could attend a concert? If so, you may want to examine yourself to see if you really are in the faith, as Paul puts it. As Christians, we're supposed to be witnessing to the lost and making disciples. That is what it means to do the will of the Father. Not attending rock concerts, watching 90 Day Fiancé, or hanging on every word Dr. Fauci has to say. In the beginning of this podcast, I mentioned a statistic most of you are probably not familiar with. The statistic I mentioned was from Howard O. Pittman's Life After Death Experience. You see, it was Howard Pittman who died on his way to win a local election for sheriff. He got a chance to see the saints going home. What he did not perceive the first time they showed him the tunnel, they explained to him on the second glance. They, the angels, stated that in one 15-minute span of time, 2,000 people on the earth had died, and yet only 50 people had made it into the tunnel or highway to heaven. The other 1,950 people went the other way. They explained that had the Lord decided to return on that day, this was a representation of the spiritual readiness of the people on earth at that time. This is only 2.5% of the population. So instead of worrying about pandemics, wars, and rumors of wars, perhaps we should consider striving to enter in at the straight gate, start sharing the gospel like the buzzer is about to sound, reading and studying God's word like never before, relying on the Holy Spirit as if our eternal lives depended on it, and it does, actually living like the 50 people who actually made it into the highway to heaven.